it's always a great day when the Phillies don't blow a lead. So today we actually won. Feels so nice. It feels relieving to actually win a game and not tie. It gives you like a burst of confidence, a burst of boost. And I know it doesn't matter at all, but I was thinking about this today and this kind of made me think. So the spring training has these standings and standings composed of one, two, how many people? Let's see. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen. I could have done that math in my head, but because if they split the two in half. So you split the two in half and say you have 15 there and 15 there. 15 in Arizona and 15 teams in the Grapefruit League. So what that means is you have a little bit of a little division conference. And I know you don't play every team. It doesn't work like that. But they still keep track of the standings. So why not me as a fan of baseball and doing this podcast, a way to make this a little bit more entertaining in spring training and we're not just watching minor leaguers all the time. Let's try and root for the Phils to win the Grapefruit League. And currently with the win, it puts them in third place in the Grapefruit League behind the Orioles and the Mets, who what that what it does also, as I'm thinking about this as I go, what it does also, it makes it more entertaining to watch other spring training games because then you're rooting against the Mets or Baltimore or Boston, who's right behind us, or Washington. And you're rooting for them to lose and us to win. And it just makes it a little bit more entertaining. And then you can pay attention to stats more. So for the remainder of spring training, that's what we're going to do. It makes spring training a little bit more entertaining. And it gives us something else to talk about. So right now, the current standings, Baltimore's winning the division. It's winning the league at 6-1. and one. The Mets are, the Phillies also haven't won it since 2020, so hopefully we can get that to go, get that going now. The Mets are four and one, the Phillies are three and one. So, with, and the ties, I did look this up. Ties do not count on or against, so they do not count like for or against the team that it's playing. So, hopefully, we just don't tie anymore and we just keep winning. And if we're going to lose, we have hope for ties. And that's the way it's going to be. So, the Phillies do win today. They go to a record of 3-1, which is helpful for our standings. They win 5-0. A 5-0 shutout started by M. Castillo. Never heard of him before, but he went two innings, one hit, one walk, one strikeout. Colby Allard, Connor Brogdon, Junior Marte, N. Snyder, D. Parkinson, and T. LeMann all pitched after. And uh, Brogdon came in. He struck out one, and Allard struck out one. Allard had a better start than he did in previous times. Trey Turner, two for three with a RBI double, I think. No, an RBI single in the fifth. He's batting 375 in spring. Derek Hall, 0 for three. Nick Podekill came in. Don't know why I said his name. His name is just fun to say. Stubbs was the starting catcher. He got a base hit today with a single in the second. Christian Pache, a solo home run into dead center field. He's batting a 429 spring training so far. Good spring training for him. Scott Kingery was 0 for 2. Matt Kroon did not get a uh, hit. He just walked twice. His batting average stays just around 200. So, like I said before, we can really start looking into batting averages more once they start to get off the 5s and 10s and 0s numbers. So, when the last digit's not a 5 or a 0, you can really start to look at it. So, Turner... He's batting 375, so I'm going to give it a couple more days till we start looking at that. But, like, we can look at Pache's batting average is 429. So he's, like, doing really good. 
Uh, um, who else can we look at? Scott Kingery, 286. So he's doing mid, but if Pache, I think, needs to be a lock for spring training on the roster at this point, unless it goes really poorly over the next month. But for right now, I would put him on the roster and Kate move on from Cave. But the only thing they have with Cave is a left-handed bat. They're, they want a left-handed bat on, on the bench, and Pache and Rojas are both right-handed bats. So that's probably why they're trying to keep Cave around, but that's just my suspicion. Uh, Derek Hall went 0 for 3 today. He's batting 091. Not a good spring for Derek Hall. Derek Hall is not that good, in all honesty. So that was the... Phillies' situation for this game, a 5-0 win. Colby Allard gets the win. Tomorrow is a special case for the Phillies. Tomorrow is our first day of March. It's March 1st, and the Phillies will be playing a split squad game. And they'll play two games, both at 105, one in Detroit and one at home against the Marlins. The game against the Marlins will be televised on MLB.com, and the one against the Tigers will just will not have any Phillies broadcast attached to it. It'll just be radio broadcasted. The one on the road will have Ranger Suarez as the starter, getting his first spring start. And the one at home will have Aaron Nola as the starter. You you can expect a bigger lineup and a better lineup for the home roster than the away roster because they'll probably keep all the big guys on, at home and send the other guys on the road. So two games taking place tomorrow. I will be on after the home game, and if the game other game is just finishing, it's just finishing, but both games count against the Phillies' record. So hopefully we are able to notch two wins in the box. The Phillies have improved to a record of 3-1, 5 nothing shutout of the Blue Jays. I'm Kevin Flannery signing off.